Hey, music lovers, the Cannamom Show podcast in collaboration with Lambkin Guitars is giving away a custom-built, one-of-a-kind electric guitar built by Josh Lampkin. The solid one-piece hemp wood body includes a built-in glass bowl piece. Yeah, you heard me right. You can take a hit and then play a lick. Now's your chance to help the Cannamom Show crush cannabis stigma with your entry. Register for the Hemp Guitar Giveaway online at lampkinguitars.com. That's L-A-M-K-I-N guitars.com. The drawing will be part of a 420 celebration at the Goods Dispensary in Somerville, Massachusetts, where the guitar is on display for the month of April. But don't worry, you don't have to live in Mass or be present to win. Visit LampkinGuitars.com to scope out the Hemp Guitar giveaway details and entry form. You'll even find a video of what could be your guitar in action. L-A-M-K-I-N-Guitars.com What's up, everybody? It's me, Tom Howard. You can find me at collateralbase.com. We're going to talk about uh, New York and what they're doing right now. New York is actually open for business, and it will be until uh, 21 days from now, September 25th. A very small cohort of people that can get in, uh, and it appears to be easy. Uh, so there's going to be many people that apply if they're eligible and there's going to maybe be some tomfoolery that we've seen in other states. I want you to stick around for all of that. We're going to go over what they have already given us about the card or the conditional adult use retail dispensary license that New York is doing for eligible justice involved people. We're going to tear down the application itself, how you can apply all the great things and then why I think it might just be a hoot when this industry gets rolling. So join us, very special episode of Cannabis Legalization News, and we'll be going. Once again, everybody, my name is Tom. You can find me at Collateral Base. I'm going to take that banner off. I'm going to put this, this one on right now and remind you to like and subscribe, especially if you're a New York entrepreneur that is trying to get their conditional license for the adult use retail of cannabis. Uh, there is an application that's going on right now. You can fill it out pretty quickly, but it really only matters if you are eligible to do so. Otherwise, uh, you're kind of just wasting your time or at least learning uh, what's going on with it. We do have a package uh, for people if they wanted to buy it. I'm going to have to reprice this one. Uh, the New York Justice Involved Dispensary Application Package goes beyond this because what will happen is uh, you get into a lottery, and then you win. And then what? How do you get open for business? Oh, they're going to give you all the stuff. It's going to be turnkey. Great. Uh, so then everybody just just apply, uh, and then apply once. You know, fill out all the paperwork to the best of your uh, of, of abilities. And now in Connecticut and these other places uh, that have done these types of conditional ones, you still have to make sure that your paperwork is in order and correct. I don't think uh, a lawyer needs to spend very much time helping you make sure that your paperwork is in order and correct so that you can have access to the lottery, which is nice. But think of it this way. Uh, if you uh, have only like two hours of time, three hours of time to get an actual application together uh, and then to see that it's in, 
Why is the application fee $2,000? And what did the OCM tell me about how many times you're allowed to apply? Well, they gave me a non-response response, which is, of course, great. And so uh, a card license, a conditional adult use retail dispensary license, authorizes acquisition, possession, sale, and delivery of cannabis, which it, it really shouldn't. Uh, the conditionals never do that. That's actually the adult use version of it. But whatever, this is a brand new thing. Uh, and so uh, licenses are any TPI, which is a true party of interest, which if I was selling these, uh, I would be a true party of interest. But hey, who doesn't want to get their three licenses for dispensing in New York? Somebody who wants to work on the other side of the plant because there is a, uh, a schism between the two. So you're going to have to pick a side. Do you want to retail or do you want to do the other stuff with the plant? Uh, it's just like Washington State, and that's how New York has set it up so far, at least. Uh, and, and the other thing that they say is any TPI, two party of interest, you're only allowed three cards, three retail dispensary licenses. And the board does not intend, at least at this time, to award cards, licenses in a matter that would result in the same individual having sole control over more than one. Uh, and, and a TPI doesn't need to have sole control over any of them. They can just be somebody who's bankrolling you. Uh, and if you wanted to do a, like a small real estate investment trust for cannabis retail, uh, uh, real estate, that's something we can help you out on. Uh, I did just get, I just passed my uh, real estate broker's exam. Uh, so did another cannabis lawyer who started weed law in New York. Shout out to him, um, David. Never met him. Hope to one day. Uh, but this means that this particular style of application uh, for very wealthy people uh, is at play, I believe, in New York. And what do I mean by that? I mean that uh, you're not eligible to apply. And the people that are eligible to apply may not have a lot of money. And so you can't, because we can go into that. After you finish the online portal and you fill out your application, you have to then send money. Uh, and how many times can you fill out that application? And how many times can you get it done in a month? I'm not sure, but uh, Connecticut had a similar setup where you had these provisional things where you are supposed to provide information through a web portal to the state. And then at the end, there would be um, like a, a number for that application. So if you are eligible, you can apply again and again and again. And so the idea would be to like charge as little bit on the front end as possible. And then that allows you to have more money to buy on lottery tickets, which are $2,000 a pop, by the way, uh, for the eligible applicants. Uh, but they don't want to give away sole control to more than one person. Okay, so really, if you are financing and bankrolling this, uh, this REIT, uh, then you really don't mind about that. You just want to make sure that you're only on your three. And so you've set up your venture that you've created based on cash flows and real estate valuations. Uh, that is something that we could talk about over at collateralbase.com. Uh, however, trying to be the eligible person who's perfect and thinks that they have the golden goose and they can just get into the application in the lottery, great. If you haven't been working with your real estate partner or somebody that can help you apply again and again and again, you might only have one ping pong ball and a bucket of 8,000. Yikes. So what are you going to do? Uh, hopefully you're going to find the right team. We can help you, you know, put that together. Uh, more on that over at cannabisindustrylawyer.com. But uh, this, the, the regulations that they have, and even beyond these 150, let's say that $200 million comes through and it's actually spent and they're building them right now and it, it all works. This will be the first time in history this ever happens, but whatever. Um, great. What if it doesn't work? 
Uh, or what if you're not one of those 150 and you're going into the future uh, as to uh, these other types of licenses that'll be coming online? Uh, is it going to be the similar style of lottery? Perhaps, but um, I don't know. You have to kind of skin the cat that way. Let's go into what is actually in the uh, the application itself. This would be more like normal lawyery, boring stuff where we're not talking about the proposition of the business and how to structure it and do it and do strategy on that. We're just talking about the rules, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so I'll shrink myself down. I'll also move that and then move myself a little bit more. So to be eligible, you need to be have a significant presence in New Jersey, which of course is defined in the regulations. And then you also have to have a majority of retail dispensary and business zone controlled by a, so, a justice-involved person with a qualifying business ownership experience. That is a very specific thing that is defined. And so one of the first things that uh, I do, and you know, you pay the retainer and we go through and we make sure, are you really eligible? Because then once you're eligible, uh, the rest of the application, people are doing it themselves. They're just doing it themselves. Well, what if they win? Well, then they're on easy street, right? Because the state's going to give them a whole bunch of stuff and then they don't have to do anything. They just have to sit back and own a business that, that completely creates itself and pays them. Um, that sounds like a bill of goods. I don't necessarily believe that's how it's going to play out. But hey, there's a, there's a lot of gambling in, involved in this version of the, uh, the cannabis licensing process in the state of New York. Uh, so you always have to be over 21. That's everywhere. And then they, they, they must be U.S. citizens. Okay, that is going to get a constitutional challenge. A lot of New York's stuff can get constitutional challenge. For example, the significant presence in New York State. What does that mean? Uh, does that mean that you can't get this license unless you have a significant presence in New York State? How does that comply with the Dormant Commerce Clause? Lawsuits being filed? Not right now. It's, it's, it's a holiday. It's actually... Um, the day before Labor Day. So maybe it'll be filed on Tuesday or before September 25th or before the lottery is actually conducted. Uh, or maybe they won't be filed, which makes no sense. I thought New York likes to file lawsuits. Then you can also do the nonprofit route. The nonprofit route appears to be the smaller route. So the vast majority of the uh, qualified individuals that can be eligible for winning one of these first 150 cards, that's the conditional adult use retail dispensary license, uh, that has to be somebody who typically has owned a business that turned a profit in New York for the past two years and also has the qualifying conviction, as opposed to has the um, qualifying conviction and then has the uh, nonprofit. The nonprofits, I believe from my review of them, and I don't have the regulation up right now, was uh, 25% of those licenses. Or maybe it was just 25 out of the 150, which is not quite a 25%. It would be 15, 16%. Anyway, and then they tell you what kind of nonprofits are eligible. And of course, they all have to be 21. Uh, and then they go into what is a uh, justice-involved business. And then if you can see if you uh, are eligible. So these qualifying businesses, they have to have had a profit in at least 10% of a business owned for the past two years in uh, New Jersey. I'm sorry, I'm not in New Jersey anymore. Now we're in New York, in New York. And so that um, kind of makes it very difficult for anybody to be qualified for this. And then it gets even further if we had the regulations up. This is the completing your guide. This is FAQs about the New York Business Express. So you create... Uh, an application in here and you fill it all out. And what's going to happen is the same thing that happened in Connecticut. 
uh, in Connecticut, there was 41 social equity. Uh, I believe it was 41. It was either 41 or 44. Over 40 uh, applicants for this particular license. 16-1. So that means that a lot of people probably just went alone, did it themselves, didn't have anybody to review it, applied, or they had somebody that's never won one of these licenses applied, uh, and they didn't get in the lottery, or they didn't get the the license that they thought that they were entitled to have. Uh, here in New York, you're just trying to have everything in order so you get into the lottery. Uh, and so they're going to have this period. It'll end uh, September 25th. And then they'll review everybody and make sure they're eligible to be in. Some people won't get in. You have some lawsuits that are filed. Uh, and then you're going to have a lottery and then you might have like a makeup lottery. Now, how you're supposed to have these freaking things open for business by four months from now When the crop comes in, because you already have the hemp farmers doing it, yeah, good freaking luck on that one. But uh, maybe, hey, maybe uh, we are going to drop our price on this over here because I was doing 10 large for this before all the other stuff. And uh, people were like, well, I'm not going to pay 10 large. I'm just going to fill it out. I'm like, oh, boy. And then uh, this might get fun in the sense that there might be a lot of licenses that don't have the money to get open unless this magic pot of money uh, that New York says is out there is actually out there, whether or not it will be. We will find out in future episodes of Cannabis Legalization News. If you have not tuned in, uh, please, you know, check us out. It's pretty easy. You can get the notice. You hit the bell, subscribe, like, All those nice things. If you have any questions, and there are some people that may have had questions about the uh, the process that's going on right now in New York, you know, I would start filling one of these out, but I'm ineligible too. I feel that's like unethical. But if you qualify, we can start filling this thing out, get you in, at least for too large. I mean, you got to pay that too large. You know, if you win, what's that to us? That is where the true party of interest comes in. And that's where we were talking about earlier. Uh, we can discuss the strategies on that in this package when you can set up like the REIT or have this holding company that would come in and then sponsor uh, many of these applicants because then those applicants would all have a qualifying ability, but then they would owe you as their, their, their person who made this loan to them, to that company, uh, some, some money. And I could see that setting up three dispensaries at a time. Uh, and for that, that'd be like a $15 million raise. We could talk all about this. Remember, remember it's, it's quite easy to get in touch with me. Uh, you can do so over here and or over here. If you go there, uh, Facebook has shadow banned that, but it's, it's quite popular. Miggy likes to share some memes on that. Anyway, um, let's go to do some questions and then I'm going to wrap this up and get back to work. Ah, the chat is just doing it in. Virginia. Yeah. Uh, Virginia is supposed to start selling. It's Virginia. Same thing with Virginia. You would also want to, uh, I could help. I could be the sponsor of the, the entity that would apply for the license and we would set it all up. Uh, but you know, it, it, Virginia is a big lift. New York's a big lift. New Jersey's a big lift. Illinois is a big lift. They're, they're all, it doesn't become cheap just because it becomes legal, you know? Okay. And that's it. I don't believe there are any other questions. Thank you guys so much. You know, uh, I really appreciate you tuning in. If you have any questions about your New York conditional adult use retail uh, dispensary license, C-A-U-R-D, uh, please feel free to give me an email at tom at collateralbase.com 
or you can visit us over at cannabisindustrylawyer.com and fill out that form about your team. This is a short window. It's closing quickly. But in New York, there can't just be 150 dispensaries. They need at least, uh, if it's one per 25,000 people, and there's 19 million people in the state of New York. Let's just do some really brief math to see what that requires. Divided by 25,000, uh, 760 dispensaries. So this is the first 150, and they do want 50% of them to be social equity owned, which very often means they uh, need to do some capital raising. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate you sticking around. Uh, if you enjoyed this, uh, consider subscribing to the channel. Uh, and if you have any questions about your particular state, I'm assuming New York, if you're watching this, uh, leave it in the comments. I'll reply to them when I can. And then you can visit me over at CanvasIndustryLawyer.com. I do appreciate it. See you later. Thanks. Yeah.